Colorado two-way star Travis Hunter may be a better person than he is a football player, and that's saying something. You are Locked On Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Bulber. Today's episode, we're talking about Travis Hunter being a great person, Cormani McLean's response to Coach Prime's statement, and, of course, the stars are coming out for Colorado's big game against USC this weekend. But before we start, this episode of Locked on Buffs is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more right now when new customers can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked on to get started today. Okay, Travis Hunter, we all know him. We've all watched him play. We've all watched him make magnificent, alien-like, unicorn-like plays for Colorado in, in the few games. I think he's played in three games, yeah, or two and a half games that he's played, and he's just outstanding. Um, I think he's probably a top-five player in college football right now, and he's only going to continue to get better. Um, but he has missed. He missed the Oregon game, and he missed the remainder of the Colorado State game because of a hit that was, I think we could all agree it was a dirty hit. Um, was it a malicious hit? Kind of. Was it a hit that Henry Blackburn deserved to get death threats over? No. Um, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the Colorado State game. Colorado State safety, Henry Blackburn. There was a ball thrown to Travis on the sideline. Travis was getting held by the other defender. Um, kind of looked like he had given up on the play. And the ball drops, and all of a sudden, Henry Blackburn comes flying in and just cracks Travis. Hits him right in the stomach to lower region area. I would say the stomach or chest area. And the the hit knocked Travis out. Um, it lacerated his liver. And so he has to miss three to four weeks from that game. So he's already missed Oregon. So he has two to three more weeks to miss. So Colorado's without their best player, without one of the best players in college football. And the backlash that Henry Blackburn received was, honestly, it was disgusting. Um I understand there was frustrations with the hit. I understand that the hit was unnecessary. The hit was kind of dirty, but people were calling for it. Um, they are sending him death threats. They were threatening his family. Um, they had to get police involved. Uh, Coach Prime had to come out and say, do not send this kid death threats. Travis had to say, do not send him death threats. It's a part of football. Like it happened. It is what it is. And so I think we all thought it was going to be left at that. It was like Travis made a statement on it. Coach Prime made a statement on it. Things would move on. It would fizzle out. But no, Travis Hunter, who obviously he hasn't, he's not going to play for this about this month, probably the month of October or the month of September through October. He took it upon himself to really show people that he not only wasn't mad about the hit, but forgave Henry Blackburn. Yet, excuse me, yesterday, last night, which was uh, Monday, September 27th, he posted an Instagram story of him and Henry Blackburn posing together. Um, I believe they went bowling or something. And it was just a true sign that Travis Hunter is mature beyond his years. Um, Cause I think even with the fact that he publicly forgave him and was like, it happens. It's part of football. People were still upset and people were probably still going after Henry Blackburn. So Travis Hunter effectively likely likely excuse me ended all of the shenanigans that people are going after henry blackburn for um i think that just shows that travis is mature beyond his years he's a great kid when i talked to mark johnson the voice of the buffs when he was on uh, i think it was the episode 
on Friday before the game or the week of the Oregon game, he just talked about how down to earth Travis is and how mature beyond his years he is. And I think that's a prime example. Um, No pun intended. Because realistically, Travis Hunter could have magnified the hatred that Henry Blackburn got. He could have been like, you know what? That was a cheap shot. That guy took me out. He was purposely trying to injure me. And people would have rioted. People would have, would have been furious at Henry Blackburn. People were still mad at Henry Blackburn. But Travis Hunter coming out and saying, you know what? It happens. It's a part of football. He's a good player. And then going out and making sure like he's with this guy. They were taking a picture together, arms around each other, looking like they were like looking like they were buds. And I think that's the beautiful thing about sports. Um, it could bring people together more than it could tear people apart. And so I, I appreciate Travis Hunter's efforts to bring people together and kind of take the negativity uh, out of the the situation because it was a situation that sucks obviously i talked about it yesterday travis wanted to play against usc this week and coach prime's not going to let him because he's obviously not cleared but travis is still taking this opportunity to make sure that everybody else is okay and i thought that was truly amazing by him as for colorado they have they're without travis hunter tough loss you're losing a wide receiver uh, you're losing a defensive back i talked about it a little yesterday and i'll go on it for a little bit i'll talk about it a little bit today you're losing someone who locks down a side of the field. Uh, someone in my comments pointed out it was a great comment too because I was just talking about I do think the defense struggled with Travis on the field, not because of Travis, but I think the defensive unit is just weak in certain aspects. But having Travis there just locks down a third of the field or a half of the field. And someone pointed out, they're like, even with Travis like there or not there, it changes what the defense coordinator Charles Kelly could call. Because you have to kind of adjust and tailor your defensive calls to what they have on the field. And I thought that was a great point that I didn't think of. And so, yeah, Travis Hunter, not only you're losing someone that can make an interception or create an interception or turnover at any time. You're losing someone that could make a diving catch on offense at any time or whatever it may be. You're also having to change how you call things, scheme things, because you just lost one of the top five players in college football. And you're replacing him with a freshman or a transfer who hasn't played much. And so... It's a tough, tough job to replace Travis Hunter. But Travis Hunter, when he comes back, I fully imagine that he's going to have a great impact. And he's already shown that he has a great impact off the field uh, as he does on the field. So good for Travis for being uh, the bigger person and kind of putting putting the, I guess, the t- tamping down all of this, this hatred towards Henry Blackburn. What a move by Travis. That's a pro move. That's something that NFL scouts are probably salivating over um, as we speak. This episode of Locked on Buffs is brought to you by FanDuel. Right now, new customers are getting $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's NFL season and FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. So, like I said, new customers get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's it. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So, either way. You're, you're making some money. <laughs> if you think if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options. You could use the spreads, player pl- player prop, excuse me, over-unders, and more. So if you want to get, out, get in on the action, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite-only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 
Welcome back. We are talking about Cormani McLean. Uh, yesterday, I had John Garcia Jr. on, my former co-host and rivals recruiting um, savant. Uh, he's out there in South Florida. He has a connection with all these South Florida kids. He followed Cormani's recruitment very closely, was very much in like the know of what was going on. And we see Coach Prime come out. And let me read you the quote because I don't want to play the video again. But when someone asked why Cormani or what Cormani could do to play, this is what Coach Prime said. It was study and prepare, be on time for meetings, show up to meetings, understand the scheme. I check film time for each player so I could see who's preparing. So if I don't see that you would, so so if I don't see that you would, I would be a fool to put somebody out there who's not prepared. That goes for all our players. So the consensus takeaway from this is that Cormani McLean is currently or was currently either way, Cormani McLean is not seen as putting in the proper amount of effort and attention to detail that coach prime and the Colorado staff are expecting from him, which is unfortunate because he's a five-star John talked about it yesterday, six two, just freakish athleticism, great skill set, And it would be a great time for Colorado to have someone like him kind of step up and play while Travis Hunter's out, because obviously they're missing Carter Stoutmeyer. They're missing, Kendrick Breedlove didn't play as much as I thought he would. They were putting Travis Jay at corner, who's a safety. And they just, if they could throw Carmani out there and be like, okay, go give us your best for this whole game. Like that would take a huge load off of the Colorado defense. And they just can't do that. And it appears that Cormani is currently not, he's, I don't, I don't want to speculate. Uh, it's obvious that he's had some issues with attending meetings or showing up to meetings on time, but it's obvious that he's not doing what, they are expecting of him, which is keeping him off the field. And unfortunately for him, the more he's off the field, the more the team possibly struggle struggles, the more he maybe doesn't stay in the, the good light of the coaches or whatever, the good side of the coaches. And so you hate to see that. You hate to see a young player, young star kind of waste of potential. And obviously it's early. Like I'm not saying that he's a bust. I'm not saying that Cormani is never going to play for Colorado or he's going to transfer or whatever, maybe, but it's disappointing to say the least. I think it's disappointing for fans to be like, we got this guy and we thought he would be Travis and Cormani right away. And it's more so like Travis and then maybe Cormani will play somewhere down the line once he figures things out. And it's also disappointing for Cormani because I imagine someone like him who has excelled at football his whole life and just comes in five-star recruit I think there's maybe an adjustment period as to what he had to do as a college athlete. Maybe there's an adjustment period to learning how to maybe not be the best player on the team or something like that. And so I think he's learning because uh, realistically in college, you're not an adult, but for a lot of these guys, for most of these guys, if not all of them, this is their first time being treated like adults, I guess you could say, where it's like you have these responsibilities. You have to show up at meetings at 6 a.m., no one's going to wake you up and be like, Cormani, make sure, like, this is just an example me talking. I don't know if this is what happened, but this is an example. No one's going to wake you up and be like, Cormani, it's time to go to the meeting. You have a meeting in 20 minutes or whatever. Like, you have to take it upon yourself. You have to kind of be responsible enough to be like, I have a meeting at 6. I have a workout at 7. I have class at 8 to noon or whatever. I have lunch, and then I have my practice. And then after practice, I need to go to training or like the physical therapy, whatever to nurse or stretch or whatever injuries or banged up bruises you got. And then I'm going to get on my iPad and study. Whereas the high school level, it's more so. And even at some of these elite high schools, they watch film together uh, and players will watch film on their own, but it's not as accessible at the college level. You pretty much have everything you need. 
They, they have people literally dicing up film and cutting up film for you to watch. And so you have to take it upon yourself to be like, I'm going to go to class. I'm going to go to these meetings on time. going to go to the practice, obviously going to get my workout in, going to get my, my treatment in. And then I'm going to continue practicing. I'm going to continue. Maybe I hit the weight room or maybe I study film. And I think that's an adjustment for some of these guys. Like the high school level is just not the same in terms of, I don't, there's probably, I'd say IMG Academy, modern day, uh, maybe like Duncanville, Allen in Texas. Um, Trying to think of like other, but you guys get the idea. Like these powerhouse high schools that are basically small colleges they are the ones that are probably doing something like this. So for a lot of these college kids, they come in, or a lot of these freshman kids coming into college, they have to come in. Uh, I saw a USC quarterback talking about this the other day on a podcast. I thought it was interesting. Kids have to come in. They have to learn how to lift weights properly. They have to learn how to condition properly. They have to learn how to time manage their time properly. And so there's a lot that goes into being a college athlete that people don't realize. And so I think for Kamani, he's kind of figuring that out. But what I was getting to uh, is he had a response on social media and it was kind of a felt cryptic, I guess it says you'll be surprised what happened, what happened behind closed doors. Everything ain't just what it seemed, but pushing through politic every, every day, the only way out. So not sure what that means. Uh, that was a interesting response. Cormani only saw the field against Oregon. They were down double digits in the second half. It was his first appearance. Um, of the season or his first appearance. Yeah, I think of the season. And so not sure what happened, but that was, I don't know if that was like the preferred response. I imagine they had some talking about or talking to him on the coaching staff did. Cause it's kind of like a, I felt like a, everybody's not getting the full picture type of deal. And so for coach prime to say that maybe it was like a little, maybe it rubbed Cormani the wrong way. I don't know. But I thought that was interesting. I'm not sure if that was the response Colorado was wanting from him. And I think it's got a lot to do with, again, he's a younger guy. Sorry, there's a bug crawling on my on my arm and it bothered me. Uh, <laughs> he's a younger guy and he's got a lot to figure out. And I think this is kind of part of his learning curve and learning journey. So best of luck to Carmani. I hope everything works out for him. Uh, but that's not the way I would have handled it. But again, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Only that's between Cormani and the and the coaching staff. And so, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but hey, college football, there's a lot of time to grow. Who knows? By this time next week, Colorado and Cormani could have figured all things out. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about all of the stars that are expected to be in town for Colorado's matchup against the USC Trojans this weekend. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back. We are talking about the huge list of celebrities that are expected to come 
to Colorado's game against USC. Obviously, it is USC at Colorado. Uh, don't let the USC barstool graphic confuse you of Caleb Williams riding a buffalo in uh, Yellowstone. Uh, if you're not familiar with uh, geography, Yellowstone is not in Colorado, despite uh, <laughs> the belief of the, the barstool graphic. Um, and it's just uh, that was kind of funny. But people and I think a lot of people got on me for saying everybody's watching Colorado. That Besides the fact that they're the most watched team in college football. They have stars, like legitimate, some of the most famous people in the world attending their games, and that does not change. Uh, this weekend, it was reported that, uh, well, let's go through the names last, or against, yeah, it was again two weeks ago in Colorado State. They had Kawhi Leonard, Asa, Lil Wayne, The Rock, uh, Chauncey Billups, Pat McAfee Show. Um, this weekend against USC, they are expected to have LeBron James, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, Bronny James. Uh, let's see. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah. Like it, it is literally like a who's who. It's like name the most famous person. It's LeBron, Jay Z, Matthew McConaughey, Lil Wayne, Bronny James. I saw. So there's going to be a lot of just the like Matthew McConaughey is one of the more famous actors in the world. Jay Z is a literal music mogul. He is like the pinnacle of music success. And LeBron James is one of the best athletes we've ever seen. Uh, so it's really crazy to see all these people coming out to Boulder, Colorado. Like Boulder, Colorado it has become the, the hub of college football. It's all thanks to Deion Sanders. It's all thanks to the efforts that he's put in to boost his program up with the transfer portal. Um, with the attention that he brings, and it's truly amazing. I think even though it's a tough matchup against USC, I think people are just so fascinated and just like want to be a part of what Colorado is doing, and it's just amazing because it's hard to like fathom. When you look at Colorado last year, you think of them as a 1-11 program that no one cared about. They were on the downside of college football. They were the worst team in college football, and now they have the most famous people arguably on the planet, a couple of the most famous people on the planet coming to their games. Like what is going on? And so what does this do? Like people are like, Oh, why does it matter if LeBron's there? LaCry baby or whatever. Uh, first of all, as a Laker fan, everybody better chill out or chill out. That's, that's my guy right there. But here's the thing. If you're a recruit, you're a transfer, you're a media conglomerate. Uh, who else? Yeah. I th like people care. Uh, I think people want to be like, no one cares that there's going to be famous people there. Recruits find it very cool to have LeBron James on campus. Recruits find it very cool that Jay-Z's on their sidelines or Offset or Master P or whoever it may be, Kawhi Leonard. Transfer, same thing. It's like, oh, I want to go to a program where I get the biggest platform possible. I get to make relationships with these famous people. Because you know what? I don't know if LeBron James is befriending like the third string offensive lineman. But maybe he does befriend an Xavier Weaver or like a Jimmy Horn Jr. Maybe he's like, you know what? I really like you. Let's get a sponsorship going. This is hypothetical. I don't know what's going on with LeBron's brand, but this is just me speculating. Like, this is such a huge opportunity for Colorado. It's such a huge opportunity for these young guys who, if you look at Colorado's roster, you look at any um, college football roster, at most, we'll say there's probably 100 guys on the team. If a team's lucky, because there has been teams where they pump out like, a ton of pros. If a team's lucky, there's probably max 15 to 20 NFL guys. And even then, that's five to 10 guys that will have long careers. And then it's probably like three to five or one to five, where it's like that guy's going to be a bona fide. Excuse me. 
that guy is going to be a bona fide star in the NFL. So for some of these guys, this is the biggest platform they will ever play football on. This is the biggest platform they will ever have. So with NIL in effect, with kind of just the way that football and sports work, football is not forever for all of these players. It's unfortunate. It's true, though. And being able to make these memories and get this exposure and kind of make a brand out of yourself is something that I think is really valuable. Now, obviously, people are going to say that this is for clicks and everyone's for clicks. Uh, I, I think where Dan Lanning was wrong was he was saying that Colorado doesn't care about wins. Obviously, Colorado cares about winning. But to say that no one cares about clicks, that'd be a lie. Uh, Dan Lanning himself knew that that was going to be broadcast on ESPN. And he said that obviously knowing it would go viral. He's not stupid, but this is a huge opportunity for Colorado. So it's like get a little bingo card. If you're at the game, get a little bingo card of like a stars who you see, maybe like like LeBron James, Jay-Z, have them all like in a row and see if you get celebrity bingo, because that's what Colorado feels like. It truly reminds me of USC back in their heyday when they were just pumping out uh, superstars like Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart and, Carson Palmer, and they had like people like Will Ferrell, Snoop Dogg, and who else? Like they had just had everybody on the sidelines. So Colorado has become the mecca of college football, I guess you could say. Uh, it's a great experience, and you guys won't want to miss it. Just like you guys won't want to miss Locked On Bus every single day. My name is Kevin Moore, but this has been another great episode of Locked On Bus. You guys have a fantastic Thursday, and I will see you guys tomorrow.